Welcome to Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all, for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. And welcome back to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. I am your puzzle master for today, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us. Last week, we talked about interactive games that you can do with your child, um, especially right now with the weather being so nice and getting outside. So this week, we're actually going to extend that conversation, and we're actually going to be talking about camping tips um, for you and your family when you go camping with your child on the spectrum. First of all, I got to be honest, I don't camp. Um, This is something that is my husband's wheelhouse. He loves to go camping. Um, I don't camp. I will do RV camping. That's like resort camping, but (laughs) but I will do RV camping, but I won't do tent camping. So some of the tips that I'm going to be giving today um, are actually tips that we kind of researched and then also that my husband gave me as well. But But uh, he does love getting outside and going camping. And something that we've been talking about is him taking Drayson camping soon. So this is kind of how this conversation evolved into some some things that we've prepped for to get Drayson prepared for that. So why should you go camping? And this is a conversation that, you know, uh, jokingly I say I don't camp and it doesn't, it's not of interest to me, but there, there are some things that I think would be very beneficial for Drayson, which is why we've talked about the, the boys going camping. But one is, you know, independence and creating also a sense of responsibility, um, also self-esteem and confidence, um, doing things, getting outdoors. There's so many reasons why maybe considering going camping might be a really fun activity for you to do. There just might need to be a little bit more structure involved so that you're prepared for when things happen, especially behavioral. So I'm going to give some quick tips on, on getting ready for the camping trip and some things that you can do. Uh, first and foremost, talk it up. Be excited. Um, even though I don't get excited about camping, I still act like I'm excited about them going camping. So show that you're excited over the trip. Um, it's really important to communicate that to your child. Try uh, Consider doing a trial run. Go to a camping site for a weekend, maybe someplace close by. Um, if you need to start even smaller, maybe start in your backyard. Put the tent out in the backyard and see how it goes overnight outside in the backyard. But pack everything that you think that you might need and even make a list if you need to so that you have everything. So it's not like, oh, we forgot, let's run back in the house and and grab what we need. It's going to be more simulated like an actual camping trip. Consider your child's needs. Do you need to pack headphones? Um, Are there any sensory-related items that you might need? Um, do you have any activities that you'd like to do? Maybe have some planned activities and have a list of those things planned. Drayson is a very visual person. So if we write things down on a list, um, he can actually either choose from that list or if we're giving him a task and we're giving him a list of tasks to do, he gets a lot of gratification off of crossing those things off the list. So let's say you're going camping and the first step could be Um, set up campsite 
And afterwards, you could cross it off or, or put a check mark by it that it's been completed. Um, get things ready for dinner, you know, or have a snack or whatever the structure of that looks like. Maybe write those things down in a list so that they're prepared. That's always super helpful for us just on a day-to-day basis. So there's no reason why you shouldn't extend that into another activity if you're going on vacation or camping or anything like that. Research family-friendly campsites. Um, check your state's resources for the best places. Um, the, maybe the, there might be some more accessible options you might need. Uh, do you need wheelchair access, such as ramps? Do you, will you be needing um, electricity, things like that? So research some of the campsites ahead of time. Be flexible with your expectations. Every child is different and unique, and I think we can all agree as parents, sometimes we plan things and we think we have this idea of how it's going to go in our head, and then we and then, and then we we go ahead and we do we we have the activity or we go on a vacation and it just never it doesn't turn out the way that you think it was going to. And that, not necessarily in a bad or a good way. It's just what you thought might happen or the way that something might be it might not go as smoothly as you anticipate. Um, I always think about, I, I have a really funny memory and maybe this is why I don't do camping or fishing or anything like that. But I have a, even a funny story about me when I was a kid, my dad was so excited to take my sister and I fishing and I was so excited to go fishing with my dad. And I was probably maybe six or seven years old. I think I, I, maybe I was even younger. I think I was younger, but I remember being so excited and we were walking to the lake to go fishing and I asked my dad um, I, I asked my dad some questions about fishing and I remember I said to him that I was really, really excited that we were going to get to take the fish home. But what I meant was I thought we were going to ca- catch the fish so I could take it home as a pet, not so that we were going to eat it. <laughs> and then I got really upset because I realized that we were catching fish to eat them. <laughs> so I got really upset. So needless to say, that fishing trip was probably not the most ideal fishing trip for my dad. It didn't go down the way that he had wanted it to. So just be patient with yourself and make sure that you have reasonable expectations and that you're flexible with the way that things might go down. Um, I'm sure I'm sure my dad's going to remember remember that story, but. Um, Make sure that you bring help. Maybe go camping with friends and family, other people that are, you know, familiar with um, kids on the spectrum might understand the behaviors or um, you can even consider bringing your respite provider. And yes, you can you can bring them on trips. So if you need help, maybe uh, consider bringing your respite provider with you um, to, to help on those at the campsite, maybe. Um, In case you didn't know, national parks do have a free lifetime access pass um, that you that individuals can have that um, that are considered to have a disability and it gives free access and discounts to campsites to camping grounds. And I will post the link in the show notes for you so that you have it. Um, but this is really great because they do offer free passes. And uh, once you subscribe to the pass, it's a lifetime pass. You always have it. And then you can be eligible for discounts and even free access to the national parks. And again, I will post that link in, in the show notes. Um, 
And if anything, have fun and be creative. In um, the podcast episode that we just did before this one about interactive games, maybe pack some of those games. We talked about uh, a ring excuse me, that you could take with a magnifying glass. And that might be something you might be able to do at a campsite. It, go exploring, um, have fun, take a magnifying glass, um, take photos, um, you know, try to engage in that conversation with your child and let them just get out and be one with nature. Um, that's always, it's always good to be outside and maybe get some fresh air. So especially now with the weather being so nice and that summer's officially here, now is prime time for camping season. At the end of every episode, we want to do a story highlight. So I always ask and I always encourage for you to please email in our show at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. Uh, we'd love to hear your story and maybe potentially feature it on one of our upcoming podcasts. Um, today, I'm going to kind of tell a story a little bit about Drayson's first trip to the beach. It's To me, it's a little bit fitting since we're talking about camping and getting outdoors. I am a beach person. I will go to the beach. Um, I don't know. I've never tried camping on the beach. So maybe I would do camping on the beach, but I'm not really sure. Um, but the first time Drayson saw the beach, it was very, very overwhelming for him. I mean, the look on his face was kind of like, this is the largest swimming pool I've ever seen in my life. And I was so excited, again, having that expectation that he was just going to fall in love with the beach, like how much I love the beach. I ended up discovering that he was terrified. He didn't want to go into the water. Uh, we set up everything. We had a little, like... Uh, our umbrella up, our towels down, and he did not want to go in the water. We were at the beach for probably about two hours, and I finally said to my husband, he's not going to go in the water. We might as well just get ready to pack up and, and go home. Meanwhile, another family that we were we were on that trip with, they also had a son on the spectrum, and he was a little water baby. He was in the water. He was having a great time. He was trying to get Drayson to come into the water. Drayson wouldn't go. And so at this point, we figured, well, a couple hours have gone by. We might as well just get ready to go. I slowly started to pack things up and get things ready, and I realized that Drayson was slowly, out of the corner of my eye, was edging closer and closer to the water. So I tried not to say anything. I just tried, I tried to just kind of almost hold really still, act like I was busy doing whatever I was doing. And he kept slowly inching towards the water, kept slowly going. And I don't know if it's because he realized we were packing up. I don't know if it was because we weren't asking him anymore or bombarding him with trying to get in the water and we were all kind of doing our own thing. But he eventually put his foot in the water and the look on this kid's face was so full of joy. I have never seen him so happy. My friend on the trip ended up snapping one of my most favorite pictures still to this day of Drayson. And it's with him um, in the water at the on the beach. He's got his feet in the water on the beach and he has his hands thrown up in the air and he has the biggest smile on his face. It was just pure joy. And that's when I realized, too, that getting outside and doing more of these activities weren't, wasn't just good for, for, for me and the rest of the family, but it was so good for Drayson. So now we just realized that we might have to be a little bit more patient. We ended up staying at the beach, I think, another two or three hours. We were there in total, probably close to five hours at the beach. Um, 
And it was one of the best moments that I have ever had with Drayson. But it was also a very teachable moment for me to realize that my expectations may not be the same type of expectation that Drayson's going to have and that I need to be a little bit more forgiving about what I want what I want for him all the time. It still happened, just it wasn't on my timeline, it was on his. So if you do have a story, like I said, to share with us, please email the show in at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. I would love to be able to feature you on one of our upcoming podcasts, and I do look forward to reading your story soon. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are on YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pieces for My Puzzle. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word to friends and family so that we can help offer further support to the autism community. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to give us a good rating on your preferred podcast platform of choice. Until next time, keep working on your puzzle. And remember, you don't have to have it all solved in a day. Take care.